0: to adults talking anime plus a place where we talk anime video games comics and anything else we would like to talk i'm your resident adult inga draper and today i have ryan aka ryan cosplay that's how you find him on the instagram hey ryan hey, how are you today
1: i'm great how are you
0: i'm awesome i'm the best i'm the best uh, around (laughs) so we were talking my hero academia because we actually just went and saw the my hero academia movie i'm not going to pretend that uh we hadn't talked about this before because unfortunately we had (laughs) and uh that was a little bit on me but whatever we're gonna talk about it again Let's uh, talk about some of your thoughts on the film.
1: Okay. Um, I am currently on this latest season. Mm-hmm. I am two episodes into it, um, and I saw the movie with you. I really liked it. That's good. It was easy to follow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, all of the action sequences were very well done. Yeah. Um, I never really had trouble following what was happening. mm mm-hmm. um, sometimes i think you watch action sequences in anime and uh there is so much going on you're like what the hell is happening yeah um and uh another thing that i really liked about it and we sort of talked about this on the uh the ride home was that uh they really give um a lot of screen time to a lot of the less prominent characters in the anime. Yeah. Um, And they really give the spotlight to everyone and give them a chance to be useful and to showcase their powers and be relevant to the story in some way. And I I really enjoyed that.
0: I did too. I I liked that a lot also. Uh, Again, oh, I didn't mention it, but this, guys, this will be spoiler-free for the most part. We're going to try really hard not to um, spoil the film for anybody, especially since we know that a lot of people won't get to see that since it's having such a short run in the theaters right now. But I liked it. I mean, I thought it was i thought it was really good. I really did enjoy the fact that they brought in a lot of characters that don't normally get a lot of screen time, which is cool. Like, you learned a little bit more about... Well, not maybe... You didn't learn more, but you actually got to see how people's powers worked more so, or their quirks worked more so than um, during the anime when sometimes you're only really getting to focus on... Deku and Bakugo and uh, Todoroki and, of course, Ochako and maybe sometimes Ida.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: I will say that fans of the Baku-Deku ship will be happy. (laughs) 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 But, I mean, overall, I would say that I don't know... I felt like, I don't know, I really enjoyed it. I kind of felt like Two Heroes was maybe a better film. Just because, as we sort of touched on while we were just talking off the podcast, that nothing really changes that much. Um, So, like, this happens, and then they go on, which, I mean, I guess is the point of an OVA. Like, you should be able to watch the anime, not have to see the movie, and still not wor- you know what I mean? And be like, oh no, I missed something. But at the same time, I kind of hate it when anime films go like so rogue that it just had nothing to do with the storyline. I don't know, this felt like a divergence of what's kind of happening right now in the story.
1: No, definitely. Um, was this necessary? I don't think so. Um... At the same time did it sort of further some of the relationships and uh you know pre-existing relationships between the characters i think so but at the end of the film you're left sort of feeling like nothing of consequence really happened yeah it doesn't really leave the story changed in any way Mm -hmm. it doesn't really offer anything new yeah Um, that we didn't already know
0: yeah which i guess they tend to try like you know try not to do since not they don't know how many people are going to get to see the film especially since it's one of those things where this is such a short run that you're not giving a lot of people the opportunity to see the film like if this was on television and this is just a weird side note i feel like did you ever watch any of the inuyasha movies
1: I did not.
0: Okay. So on Cartoon Network, um, they debuted, I want to say it's Affectations Across Time, which is like one, the third Inuyasha film that they did. Which, in a weird way, like expanded the story, but like in it, but again, it didn't affect the main storyline too much. But it was a legit, like, at eight o'clock, we're premiering affectations (laughs) across time. And I was like dying. I had to, I was at somebody's beach house and I was like, "Uh, I gotta go watch Cartoon Network. (laughs) Do
1: you have cable?
0: Uh, Exactly. Do you get Cartoon Network? I have to go watch Inuyasha. Now I'm going home. I know. I was like, guys, I'm going to drive two hours to go home, miss the movie, catch it at midnight when they replay it. (laughs) But yeah. So I don't know. It was one of those things since this was actually in the movie theaters, you couldn't, uh, you know, you can't, you don't want to take it so far in the direction that it's not canon, but at the same time, you kind of wish like, okay, I sort of wish that everything that just happened mattered a little bit. As to, like, you know, you're going to watch next like next week's episode and it's going to have nothing to do with what just occurred.
1: Yeah, no, definitely.
0: But other than that, I mean, I thought they did, like, they brought in things that you if you're caught up to the anime, you would have already seen. I mean, well, Kirishima is unbreakable. Here's something that I thought was really interesting. I kind of thought that they scaled Todoroki down, though.
1: Definitely. Um, in the anime, yeah. and especially... Uh, I think it started with the... Do you remember the sort of, like, capture the flag component that they had uh, in the initial tests?
0: Uh, and, um, I think so.
1: Where... Uh, oh, the race? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Todoroki seemed very, very, very strong. Yeah. And then you get to, like, the sports festival, and, I mean, he just annihilates. Yeah. Um, And you're like, holy crap, you know, he... He uses uh, his quirk both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Finally, uh, you know, Deku sort of uh, eggs him on yeah. until he unleashes his full power, and then uh, yeah, I don't want to give too much away, like spoil anything, but I really, I really feel like they sort of nerfed.
0: Yeah, they scaled Kuroki. him back a lot. I feel like it's one of those things, I and I don't know. I mean, I think it happens a lot in animes and, and in video games too, where. You're fighting an opponent.
1: Oh my god, this is so common. Yeah,
0: you're fighting an opponent and that opponent is so incredibly hard to beat. Like insanely hard to beat. And then all of a sudden that opponent joins your team or comes to your side Mm -hmm. and then they're dying. You're like
1: they're they're level one. Yeah, you're like, what are you doing? Uh (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. Weren't
0: you just like level seventy yeah. two? Yeah. And weren't you kicking my ass two seconds ago? Exactly. Like Why do you have a toy sword?
1: You weren't fighting with a ladle before.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're like, what is happening? Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Because even like, I haven't really. Obviously, we haven't seen a lot of Todoroki in the anime because he's j- trying to get his provisional license at mm. this point. So we're kind of missing out on his strength. And like what he's really bringing to the table. But I just feel like he really didn't feel like even a contender for the number one hero spot. When when I first met Todoroki, like I met him, uh, when I first (laughs) met him. Yeah, like when we first really started becoming besties. I just feel like he was so much stronger. But I guess that's the other part is the character development of Deku really becoming... Much stronger too, but Bakugo. I mean, I want to talk about Bakugo for a second. I loved him. I don't know why. At first, like actually, I do know why. Because he's even though he's awful, he's not awful. I like love him. I'm. I was just kind of obsessed with him during the movie because he was just really. I don't know. He was showing Bakugo like characteristics. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, again, not to spoil too much. He was definitely. I don't know. They did they did hint back to a much earlier episode. I'm assuming I think you saw this one where Bakugo challenges Deku out in the on the street that one night. Yeah. And he does find out that he has one for all.
1: Yeah, he's pretty much the only one that knows and yeah, he I mean He can be trusted even though he's sort of a jerk
0: yeah but he's the only one who's just like he is the only one who actually knows like the real truth uh but it's funny because the anime has not mentioned it again like they kind of like that episode ended they never really touch on like they kind of know like oh yeah he knows yeah but they never ever really touch on it again so i did think it was a really nice callback Mm -hmm. in this film to kind of to be like yeah i freaking know get stronger
1: I think it kind of uh, is a testament to to the fact that as much of a jerk as Bakugo can be, Mm -hmm. he really is trustworthy and still cares for Deku. I mean, they were childhood friends, and I think the fact that the anime doesn't mention it again kind of shows that, I mean, Bakugo hasn't brought it up again himself. He could be really shitty and throw it in Deku's face. Absolutely. But I think the reason he is such a jerk is just because he really wants Deku to be better. I think he Bakugo sees Deku as the only one really worthy of being an opponent, a rival. And in a way Deku pushes Bakugo.
0: Yeah. They both they both to be be bet like to be better too. Like Bakugo's like strength and will to never lose mm-hmm. to like always no matter even if he is losing yeah to always be like I will win and then I guess which is the nice counterbalance to Deku being like oh I want to save people
1: I want to be the best but I also want to help everyone around me yeah. be better too
0: yeah it was it was just such a nice uh it really kind of like I think that's maybe what's also going to be, it's like a tad frustrating that there felt like so much character development between the two of them. And I mean, next week you're going to watch the anime and that just isn't going to exist. You yeah. know, it's like underlying. For sure. It's kind of like, ooh, we took a peek behind the curtain. But again, you're not really going to, you may not see that again for a while, which yeah. I guess is fine. But I, I don't know. It's one of those things where you feel like you've moved forward, but now you know, we're kind of, we're, we're going to go back as if none of these events ever happened because in theory, they didn't.
1: Yeah, after the movie ends, nothing's really changed yeah. in the storyline. Like I said, of, of consequence. Mm-hmm. Um, you could not watch the movie and, and everything everything's the exactly the same. <laughs> um,
0: Absolutely. But again, overall, it was a really good film. I'm, I'm glad I went and saw it would have liked to have been invited <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> i'm kidding Funimation, again but i'm not kidding invite us next time <laughs> real talk <laughs> but like for reals but anyway but yeah i thought it was really good i would definitely say if you're a fan of my hero you should go check out the film you'll enjoy it yeah so i mean again i thought it was really fun i'm definitely glad i saw it and I was a little surprised that there were so few dubs for the fact that they made such a big deal about having the dubbed cast and everything.
1: Especially since the premiere, the red carpet mirror, was in English with the, uh, the voice actors. And then in the greater Los Angeles yeah. area, we could only find four theaters showing the dub.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, Everything else was the the subbed version. Yeah. And honestly, I have a little confession to make, guys. Um. So Inga and I dressed up. Mm-hmm. She went in as sort of a casual Ochako. I, uh, I did Todoroki in the hero uniform without all the gadgets. I have a really hard time reading subtitles, so we chose the dub. And uh, we're in the theater, and halfway through, uh, Inga sort of elbows me, and she's like, you're snoring. <laughs> I totally passed out um, during the film. I missed an entire fight scene yep. uh, to the point of at the end of the movie, I'm like, why is this person on a stretcher? They didn't do anything. <laughs> she's like, you missed that whole fight scene.
0: Yeah, I'm um, not going to lie. I definitely thought, I thought Ryan missed a lot of this movie. And I thought, this is going to be a tough podcast.
1: Yeah, no, I missed, I probably <laughs> fell asleep for like 20 minutes.
0: It was, it was hilarious. Yeah, Again. but
1: but I'm, I guess point being, I'm glad we saw the dub. Because had we watched the sub. Oh, you would have been out. I wouldn't have been able to talk about it any of this right now oh, um
0: that's so funny yeah. I guess on that quick note though I'm gonna say so are you a sub or a dub person when it comes to anime
1: it depends on the voice acting really if it's a good dub yeah I prefer the dub okay um, what do but, you consider a good dub um I mean the uh, the my hero academia dub yeah is pretty good in my book mm-hmm trying to think what else I am currently watching right now
0: like even in general because I will say maybe I'm about to butcher this name for a second I was just about to say princess Mew mew, mew. <laughs> <laughs> that dub was uh, mm, rough yeah. <laughs> but I mean I still watched it anyway because I, I don't know I'm one of those people I do both I if because I tend to get a little addicted to it so if the storyline is not caught up, I'm I'm watching subs because I just have to know. I like I want to be as close to where the you know the show actually is. Yeah. But if something is done and I have a choice, I might lean towards the dub, but that's only because my adult brain can't focus anymore so I can also play a game and or you know do 18 other things while listening to the dub if I'm watching a sub. All I'm doing is watching that sub because it turns out I don't know Japanese. <laughs> as much as I think I know Japanese, I really don't know Japanese.
1: <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think I, I notice bad dubbing or, or localization mostly with video games. I mean, uh, there have been some god-awful... Video games. I'm not gonna name names, but yeah,
0: the dubs of the the voiceover. Yeah, and I just I'm
1: like, man, where's the Japanese option? I'll read some subtitles now because this is bad, awful. Yeah, Um, I
0: don't. It's unfortunate because video games don't necessarily get the same treatment as uh, some now, and at least now I feel like they care a lot more about the dubs. Oh, they do. Uh, It's becoming so much more mainstream that they're actually really trying to, I guess, ne- like, match for the most part, you know, their Japanese counterparts. Uh, and it's becoming, like, a much bigger deal. But I don't know, uh, video games still haven't gotten, gotten the same love yet. I mean, unless it's a, maybe a Final Fantasy game at this point. But here's my thing. Just because this person is a celebrity does not mean that they are a good voiceover artist.
1: Oh, I agree. Um, I think, uh, so mortal Kombat 11 released last year okay and uh the the voice cast is incredible yeah and uh they signed on ronda rousey to be Sonya blade yeah and i'm not gonna say she did a bad job okay um you know she does a good job but you can tell sure. that she doesn't have the experience that all of the seasoned
0: voice actors
1: yeah and um you know, you hear them talk side by side in the same scene mm-hmm. and you can tell it's someone very green and then Somebody
0: someone with, just with years of experience. Yeah, a lot more
1: experience. And so, yeah, you know, you can't just bring on a celebrity and then put them in this like star studded.
0: Exactly. Cast
1: of voice actors. And um, but no, I, I, I think that uh that dubbing has come a long way especially you know from watching like fan dubs yeah when i first started getting into anime oh my
0: god i didn't even know i didn't even know that's a thing oh
1: yeah um or just even you know dubs back when dubs were first starting Um, i
0: will have to say though i always liked uh, i think probably one of my favorite dubs is inuyasha even though kagome can be a little grating i guess but i don't mind it i don't know i just for me uh, Richard Cox. I think this is the first anime voice actor I've ever looked up before. I just I was so obsessed with his voice <laughs> as Inuyasha that no offense, Richard Cox. I was I was a little not bummed, but it was like you know where that disassociation happens when you actually finally see the person who yeah. is the voice. Of the character that you're like, oh, I love him, and then you're like, oh, and then but then you hear him do it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, I think that was my first. But that was my first one where I had to like learn who is this actor because he is such a good Inuyasha, and there's something so great about his voice, and I'm just like, it does it for me. <laughs> Seals the deal. Seals the deal, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I just think, I think that's like one of the first times where I'm like, this is really good. And then, I don't know, I can't necessarily think of a bad one off the top of my head. But I guess if you never listen to the Japanese when you don't know, you don't have a reference point.
1: No, for sure.
0: So sometimes it's just what you heard first. That mm-hmm. can kind of, because I will tell you, when the Japanese actress would scream Inuyasha, there was nothing. Like, it. Was it was incredible. Like, you heard pain anguish like you heard every emotion when she was like screaming in you. I was like oh my gosh wow wow guys this became a podcast about any <laughs> just kidding our little tangent I know tangents are fun so okay cool so you're kind of a in between on the subs or dubs debate yeah
1: it comes down to quality I I think also what you like, yeah. Yeah.
0: At the end of the day, sometimes people like dubs and you just got to deal with it, you anime purists, all the keyboard warriors, dubs, (laughs) (laughs) subs, you're you're not true anime fans if you don't watch the subs. Okay, so let's get into you a little bit since this is the first time I have you here. Long time listener, first time appearance. (laughs) (laughs) True that. But okay, so Ryan, Ryan cosplay on the Instagram. Let's just dive in. Let's talk about like where are we at? How did we get here? What was your what was your starter anime?
1: Um, so I was I want to say I was in like first grade in in elementary school, mm-hmm. and um, I remember we used to have the TV going uh, in the morning while we were getting ready for school. And uh, I used to watch, like, Mighty Max and things like that. Okay. And uh, I remember flipping through the channels and seeing Sailor Moon. Yeah. And uh, thinking, wow, this doesn't look like any cartoon I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, it was just really different. The the fight scenes and the transformation, the animation style. Yeah. And, um, you know, it... It kind of reminded me of like uh, the first time I saw Power Rangers with like the really exaggerated movements and yeah. the sort of it was like a almost like a comic book come to life the yeah. way that they framed the scenes. I just remember being like, "This is so different." Yeah, so I I never really watched Sailor Moon then. Uh, okay. I always had to be to school. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shortly afterwards, but um, that was like the first time I was I was exposed to anime, and um, I'd say the first anime that I really really got into um, I remember I was in a an Albert sands like a grocery store and I loved uh, Nintendo Power played a lot of video games and I remember flipping through a Nintendo Power issue and just coming... in case
0: people don't know what a Nintendo power is yeah tell so it was a,
1: it was like a, a gaming magazine okay. so uh, it was all things Nintendo and they had articles about games coming out uh, tips and tricks interviews.
0: Super side note, did you ever buy like the gaming walkthroughs though? Like, did you see them in the store? Oh, absolutely. Like the Prima games or Brady
1: games guides. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I even called those hotlines a (laughs) few (laughs) times asking for tips. And my mom's like, What's this $10 charge on the phone bill? I'm like, I couldn't beat the boss, mom. Um, What a racket. Seriously. Um, But no, I'm flipping through this Nintendo Power magazine standing in an Albertsons grocery store. And I see this, you know, spread of all these little creatures. Yeah. And uh, it's like, it was Pokemon. And uh, I'm a sort of collector's collector. I love collecting things. Yeah. And um, I remember being like, I have to have this game where you catch these monsters and train them and make them fight yeah so i remember telling my mom and she's like okay i'll i'll buy you the games which one do you want you know there's a red one and a blue one at the store you know which one and, and i'm like both of them <laughs> so i had both and i was super obsessed and um is I, this uh, for
0: the game boy is it the original? Yeah, okay yeah that's what it I, originally played came it, back on. I played
1: it on my original game boy i with love the, that the sort of green and black pixel screen yeah um it was massive yeah um and um i just remember in elementary school being absolutely obsessed uh i discovered that there was an anime
0: yeah of it and it that's came on so wild that you you saw the book first and then you found out about the the anime about
1: pokemon yeah, yeah. so i i uh it came on at 6 a.m and I remember I didn't have to be at school till 8. Yeah. And I would wake up so early to watch Pokemon because I was obsessed. I mean, I had the trading cards. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, that was probably the first time I really, really got into an anime. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a little side note, in elementary school, I actually had, like, a little business going. Yeah. Um, I used to draw... Bookmarks with, like, Pokemon on them. So the top, like, top third of the bookmark would have a picture of the Pokemon. I'd color it in with colored pencil. And then I'd write, like, a little bio underneath and then draw lines with the ruler and write all the, like, the moves that they learned and at yeah. what levels. And I'd sign the back, and then I would laminate it with, um, like, uh, like, packing tape, clear packing tape. And um, people started paying me. 50 cents to make these bookmarks and Thank i was you. making so much money i had a list of like a lot of kids from all the classes in my elementary school and
0: you hustler i had you a pokemon little... pusher and i was pushing something <laughs> and then i
1: got caught
0: that's so you get in trouble for i mean that seems silly so why'd you get in trouble for selling the bookmarks
1: i guess because i was running a business out of the (laughs) classroom
0: running a pokemon racket
1: (laughs) a racket or something but i made a lot of money and i also because i got caught had a lot of clients that were
0: disappointed i couldn't
1: fulfill their order because i had to i mean i was a pretty crafty kid they banned pokemon cards at my (gasps) elementary school and uh we had too many students yeah then we had uh like space for so they put up portables But there was like a crawl space under the portables. So I told my friends like, hey, let's crawl under these portables. So we had like a little underground Pokemon card trading ring under the portables. Oh my God.
0: You were the true Pokemon masters.
1: (laughs) Pokemon racketeer. I I was Giovanni, guys.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, No, but
1: I I mean, I was obsessed. And then uh, my family finally got Cable.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And I discovered Toonami on Cartoon Network. And yeah. I mean, I started watching Ronin Warriors and uh, Dragon Ball Z. I got into Sailor Moon. I remember that started my love for uh, Gundam. Oh, okay. I was obsessed with Gundam Wing. Um, and I mean, I just was, I mean consuming anime like candy i, love I that a sweet tooth for anime
0: that's so funny so did that kind of stay constant or did was there a period of time that it stopped
1: um i want i mean i was into all forms of uh sort of weeboo uh Maybe. weeb media <laughs> uh video games anime uh comic books yeah i loved comic books um action figures trading cards um sci-fi and fantasy novels, yeah, um any and everything I could get my hands on. And, I love
0: that. I mean, that's great. That's a huge uh, I mean, that's huge. and this and this stayed constant as like you'd say through high school, through into high college school. or did was there ever a period of time where I guess maybe the question I'm really trying to ask here was there ever a period of time where you felt maybe ashamed or not ashamed, but like, Ooh, this is probably not cool so I'm definitely not gonna tell people I'm into specific things
1: yeah so I sort of it, it actually it's like it's funny the way that it happened because uh, I remember going to middle school in sixth grade and yeah. bringing my Pokemon cards with me. And pulling it, pulling them out. Like, I had this giant, like, picture album with the it. sleeves for all yes. the cards. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So Opening did my it. brother.
1: Yeah, and one of, my f- one of my friends being like, you still, like, you still have Pokemon cards? That's not cool. So I definitely became, like, a weeb closet case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it reminds me of when I was in kindergarten. Like, I loved, um, I'd watch, like, Barney.
0: Yeah. When
1: I got home from school. And then I'd, I'd watch Batman, the animated series. Yeah. And then I would watch, uh, like, Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember going to first grade, like I actually moved schools, and talking to this kid in my in my new class, this new school, and talking about Barney. And they were like, "Barney's not like you watch Barney. That's not cool." And I was like, "I
0: don't. Just kidding. Who watches Barney? Not uh, me. Barney's
1: stupid." And I sort of like shun Barney, <laughs> Aww, even though I love, love I Barney. love Barney. And um, yeah, I kind of had that same feeling in sixth grade. I was like oh, I can't like this, like, Ugh, this isn't, that isn't awful? cool. Yeah, and I so that. I uh, I definitely was sort of um, a closet weeb for a few years, and then I think I short, uh, like, eighth grade. I was okay. like, whatever, and I started outwardly liking video games and comic books and things like that again. I think um, kids
0: get away with video games a lot more. For sure. If you think about it, because, like, you're not, like, yeah, sure, maybe you're playing Pokemon a video game or something, Mm -hmm. but nobody's like, oh, you're playing Pokemon the video game? But, like, if you're still watching Pokemon, they're like, uh, what are you?
1: Well, and to be fair, I think, um, what, like, the early 90s, mid 90s, uh, that was... Twenty plus years ago, yeah, um, there was more of a stigma around anime, video games, things like that. Yeah, Um, it wasn't so mainstream, and if you did those things, you were weird. Like if you like comic books, you were like nerd. You know. Um. Now it's so accepted and it's it's mainstream. Yeah. Uh. Pretty much everyone likes it, and it's cool to like those things. But it wasn't like that back then. So I I definitely was ashamed about it. Yeah. Until I want to say halfway through high school. Mm Hmm. Um, I started getting really involved, student council. I came out of my shell. I sort of came out of puberty, uh, yeah. a little more confident. <laughs> um,
0: uh huh. And I was guys little... check out Ryan's Instagram. You'll see why he became more confident. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I started exercising. Um, I started making more friends, socializing being involved in school activities. And I was very, very outwardly open about my interests. Okay. And, um, yeah, and that stayed constant through college. And then things got a little hectic for me in college. I did like a study abroad program,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, had a lot going on. And yeah. I sort of stopped playing video games. I stopped reading comic books. Didn't really watch anything.
0: Okay. So you actually did take a little break here. Yeah, I had a
1: hiatus and honestly it was probably like a ten year hiatus. Whoa. I still played video games here and there. Um, but not as much as when I was younger. I yeah. think everybody has that where they become an adult and it sort of becomes hard to keep up. I
0: mean, yeah, everybody. Everybody <laughs> wink wink.
1: <No>. <laughs> <laughs> um but, yeah, and so I think I sort of got back into it. Um, yeah, what
0: was what got you back into it? Like, what would you say, I guess, your anime was that, that you were like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I like this thing.
1: Well, you and I worked together for a number of years, what, four and a half years, almost five years? Yes. Bartending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had planned to go to a few conventions. Um, I had never been to a... Yeah,
0: well, actually, we were supposed to go to... I, Kamikaze. Was it yeah, Kamikaze, which became LA Comic Con?
1: Exactly. Uh, we were supposed to go the year that it—it's last year's. It Kamikaze. as
0: Kamikaze, yeah. I had our tickets and everything, mm-hmm. and I—you called me Sunday morning. I don't even think you called me. Maybe you texted me, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna make it." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay,
1: cool story." <laughs>
0: I think I ended up going with—I ended up going with another friend last yeah. minute, but yeah, I didn't. Did I? You went. No, 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 I did go. Yeah. I did remember. I definitely did go. I was just trying to remember, did I kind of do an Ash Ketchum thing or did I just dress in normal clothes? Because I was still trying to, I was like, you know, talking about the cosplay forever. Yeah. So I just was like, maybe this is the day. But it wasn't the day. I was like, maybe this is the day I cosplay. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not today, but I will attend this convention. But I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, you. we'd been talking. So you're talking about, wow, all the way back to when we first started well, into a couple of years into us working together.
1: Yeah, well, I, I mean, I remember my first shift with you. We bonded over the fact, like Sailor Moon. Remember, we were talking about the new it's always
0: Sailor Moon, the <laughs> new
1: Sailor Moon that released. The Crystal. New, yeah, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. so how like the action moves so much faster, and yeah. the characters were all introduced. It was, it seemed a lot closer to like the original. Um,
0: it was, like, better, though. And yeah. also, I, like, I thought the artwork was so pretty mm-hmm. and the whole situation with it. and But I just liked how quickly it really, it quick. like, ramped up speed and mm-hmm. just, you know, you were getting places with it.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, That's so funny. So we bonded very early on over that. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's funny because I, so I lived in Seattle for a number of years and um, I lived right over the convention center. And so I would see all these conventions like uh, Sakura Khan and mm-hmm. Emerald City Comic Con And I'd see all the kids in their cosplay. And I'd be so envious because I've actually always wanted to cosplay. Yeah. But I was always extremely nervous because I didn't know anything about sewing. Or Mm -hmm. these these people had armor and such. And um, I was a little overwhelmed. Yeah. And so I I had never been to a convention. Or the thought of cosplay was terrifying. Of course. Because I'm like, where do I begin? Mm -hmm. And so I think halfway through working together... You and I had talked about, oh, it'd be fun to cosplay. And, yeah. Um, I remember it was 2018, beginning of summer, and I was like, you know what? I really want to go to a convention. You're like, well, LA Comic Con's coming up. You didn't go to Kamikaze. Um, and I was like, we should dress up. Like, let's plan something. And you were playing through Final Fantasy X again. again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I remember being like, oh, uh, Oren is one of my... Favorite characters yeah. in any form of, you know, fictional media.
0: Uh huh.
1: I want to dress up as Orin. You're like, oh cool, I love Yuna. Mm-hmm. I'll be Yuna. Great. Orin's, you know, uh Yuna's guardian.
0: Exactly. It's perfect. It's we perfect. go we go together.
1: Yeah, I I promised your dad I'd protect you. Exactly. I love it. Raska, I'm staying faithful <laughs> to my promise. Yes. So we didn't talk about it for Probably like three
0: more months. Yeah, I kind of. I think there was a moment in time where I was like, I was like, okay, I, I know we're gonna. I was like, I know he said we're gonna do this. I'm like, but I'm gonna sit on this for a second because yeah. I'm like, I don't know if we're really gonna do it.
1: And then I came to work one day and I was like, look, I've been working on his uh, nog jug and. I've been
0: You also were like, I went to a sewing class and yeah. I was like, Oh, snap, it's on Yeah,
1: who are you? <laughs> I was Showing her pictures and she's like, Okay then, I, I guess this like, is we're doing we're this. We're
0: doing this and then I was a hundred percent in too. I just needed the uh, I just needed that confirmation. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna do all this work and then not show up. <laughs>
1: yeah. So then we went to LA Comic Con, which yes. was in October. Yeah. We dressed up, we got a lot of uh, like positive uh, feedback. We
0: did. People
1: were excited. We met some friends who we, did. we see at every con now. I
0: know. Now we're actual friends. How right. crazy is yeah, that? Yeah, we
1: hang out. And <laughs>
0: we're actual friends. We're adults who made actual, actual friends. Actual
1: friends. Who have
0: the same interests
1: exa- that we
0: have. Who? It's what a wild wild uh, I don't know. Not a proposition. What a wild experience. I don't know what the what word is. What a wild
1: is. turn of events. What a
0: wild turn of events. And with that we're just going to go ahead and take a quick Break. We'll be right back after a message from our sponsor. This is where a commercial would go. Up until we get some sponsorships, I'm just gonna go ahead and throw you guys some info about our Patreon. Go check it out at Patreon.com backslash Adults Talking Anime. Uh, we also have a Discord, which is Adults Talking Anime Plus, a Instagram, which is Adults Talking Anime, and a Twitter, which is just. Adults anime. I don't entirely know what happened there, but that is how you can find us on the socials. Please subscribe, leave us some reviews, give us some comments, let us know what you need to know. That being said, let's get back to that show. And we're back. Alright, so so okay, so I love it because this is how you got into this is definitely how you got into cosplay. But did you, were there any animes that triggered your, I mean, I guess was it just, was it the reinvention of Sailor Moon? Was it Sailor Moon Crystal? Or was it, some, was there something else that you just happened to be watching and then sort of like re-sparked that, uh, that anime flame? And I guess I'll make this a little bit of a two-parter. Yeah. Um, what animes, what, what animes were you watching? What animes are you watching?
1: Yeah, so... I moved from Seattle back to Las Vegas mm-hmm. in uh, end of twenty thirteen, and I started watching anime. Uh, again, probably a year before I moved, okay. uh, when you could start streaming anime on Netflix.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: so I watched um, like Darker Than Black. Okay, was one that I watched, and I was so invested in it. it had an amazing, amazing storyline. Um, and then I remember uh when I moved back to Vegas, I was bartending in a nightclub. Yeah. And I would I was working four to five days a week. I'd go in at nine. Sometimes it'd be so busy, I'd leave at like seven in the morning. Yeah. And I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. And so I would go home and I'd sleep and I would wake up at like four or five PM mm-hmm. and I would just be drained. Yeah. And even on my days off, I'd wake up and all I would do is I'd lay in bed and I'd watch crunchy roll because I, crunchy roll. So I started watching, um, like, uh, Jojo, Sailor Moon Crystal, um, uh, Sword Art Online. Yeah. Sword watched, Art Online. Uh, yeah. Fate Stay Night. Fate, yes. Here's yeah. Here's my
0: thing. I don't know what order those are in. I feel like I've watched the majority of them yet. I don't know which is the first.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, log horizon Uh i just i started watching a ton of anime because i was too tired to do anything smart
0: for me when i'd get home at like four or five in the morning i can't sleep like i'd still be like hyped up so i would end up watching some form of an anime or something to kind of like wind myself Mm -hmm. down into sleep and that's kind of where subs come in because if you have to read something (laughs) you get tired
1: yep you're already (laughs) sleeping (laughs)
0: I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know Japanese. <laughs> I say, sometimes it
1: backfires, though, because if the story's getting oh, really good. Exactly. You're like, oh, I'm going to watch one episode. Nope. Then you finish the, the season. The whole thing. The sun's up. You're late for work.
0: <laughs> and you're like, damn it. Right. <laughs> My favorite is not wanting to go somewhere because you want to see how something uh, ended. Yeah, like uh, the gym. <laughs> oh, jeez, any of it. Well, for me, I got a pneumonia a few years, not a few years back. This is back when I was working at Saddle Ranch. Uh, I actually got pneumonia, and I knew I had it. I, I I even, like, diagnosed myself. I'm like, guys, I have walking pneumonia. Like, for real. I do. And they're like, you don't. I went to this Russian doctor. I don't know why, but here we go. I went to this rec- I didn't have health insurance. What do you want from me? Right. Uh, I went to this. I paid in
1: vodka. Exactly. I went to this
0: <laughs> Russian doctor. Well, he told me I reminded him of his daughter. Perfect. So he gave me a discount. Um, also, she did not charge me, like, a bunch on the medication. So here's the thing. I did not get an x-ray or anything. But he listened to my lungs and he could hear. He was like, Oh no, you definitely have pneumonia. Well, like, he's fluid like, I could, there. oh yeah, he's like, I can give you an x ray, charge you a million dollars, or I'm gonna let you know right now, this is the medication you need to take, and whatever. He goes, But I'm giving you a note, you can't go to work for three days. He's yeah. like, Because you know, you got pneumonia, you can't come yeah. in to interact with other sick people, yeah. or you'll get worse. You yeah. can, you know, get really sick from it. So, literally, I got some Stover's French bread pizza, the pepperoni kind. Uh, I was watching Inuyasha, and I was playing Final Fantasy. Oh, gosh. What? I mean, I might have been playing 7 again, or there's a very good chance it was Uh 9. I don't know if one of them had just recently, not 7, obviously, but, like, maybe 9 or maybe it was even 13, to be honest, depending. I just don't remember what year it was. But I did not answer my phone. I slept and ate pizza and just and went in this cycle of watching anime, playing video games, watching anime, sleeping, but eating pizza and I'm like I'm literally living my best 13 year old Japanese boy life right now (laughs) and I I will always look fondly at the time that I had pneumonia (laughs) (laughs)
1: like uh I'm gonna romanticize pneumonia (sighs) guys you know what's great for catching up on uh, that backlog of anime and video games pneumonia pneumonia. (laughs) I'm putting up a billboard right now
0: it's like guys if you just if you're ever gonna get it, I mean, like, ugh. yeah, <laughs> that's get what you get it, and then just do that.
1: No better time. That's to so funny. Catch up and pneumonia.
0: Exactly. Now I do know you're a big gamer. Um, probably. I mean, I would almost say not even almost. I would definitely say a bigger gamer than I am. Uh, even though we've played a lot of the same games, and so like you said, for the most part, that's never really stopped. You kind of always kept. Gaming,
1: Even in college and stuff. Yeah. I, uh, or when I was working three jobs in Seattle to, like, pay for the next semester of school. Yeah. I was still gaming.
0: What is it about... I mean, because, like, obviously, anime you take a break from. But what was it about the video games that kind of just always stayed with you? I mean, I think part of it is obviously it's something... It can be very social depending on the games that you were playing. But I guess let's list some of the games you were playing.
1: Um, I mostly play rpgs strategy okay. games uh survival horror some shoot them up um but for me i think the reason i stuck with video games more so than shows or you know um, anime yeah is because with video games you can sort of pick up and put it down whenever you have time yeah um with anime or shows it sort of builds up Yeah. And you have all these episodes to get through. And it's, Mm -hmm. um, if you have time to sort of sit down and binge, you know, these shows is great. But if you're super busy, like I was, it's really hard Mm -hmm. to actually sit down and get through all these episodes. So, um, you know, I'd maybe have like an hour or two every week in between, you know, uh, in school, I was basically overloading on credits. Fifteen credits was a full load. Yeah. I was taking twenty Whoa. credit hours and working three jobs. Crazy. Um, so you know, and still finding time to like go out to the the bars for an hour or two sometimes, and like actually be a human being, <laughs> and socialize. Life. Look at you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I,
0: Superman <laughs> himself. Right.
1: <laughs> no, but I I play you know like. A game for an hour or two and I remember um, like I think it took me like a year to get through Mass Effect. Okay. Um, <laughs> unheard of. Yeah. Um, but no I, I sort of always you know played video games but uh, yeah I, I consider myself a pretty big gamer in those genres I mentioned.
0: Yeah that's exciting. I haven't first of all I'm a big chicken as you probably already know but I really do want to play Some of the horror games, I just can't. I don't know. I'm scared. I'm afraid. Like, I'm totally afraid because, A, also, they always tend to be, like, first-person shooters. And I'm now it's just, first-person shooters have never been my jam. I always try to, but I just don't think I'm coordinated enough for it. I don't know. Give me the duck hunt gun and let me shoot zombies. (laughs)
1: Exactly, I shot the (laughs) hell out of some birds.
0: Uh, Exactly, that was good. That sounded great. That was really good. All right, end of podcast. I know. (laughs) I guess we're done. Um, But yeah, I just I have always wanted to get into it, but they actually really scare me because I tried to play Resident Evil. I probably one of the first ones. And it scared the hell out of me that I just could not, I would get like throw in the controller and just like immediately dying. The first zombie that came after me or whatever they're called, uh, but yeah, so I've always, I'm a big RPG girl, Devil May Cry, obviously all the Final Fantasies. Um, and then some RPGs, I can't even think of the name, but if I saw the cover, I would totally remember. Because I'd get those weird, obscure ones too, just yeah. based on the cover. Oh, for sure. Because I was like, I after Final Fantasy, I needed everything to be Final Fantasy. Yeah. I'm like, I need them all to be Final Fantasy. Yeah,
1: Final Fantasy, if you're like a, a gamer in the RPG genre, it feels like it's your first kiss. Oh. If you play it first, it's like, ugh. Oh. That, that first kiss was perfect. Oh my god, no and I'll kiss never. Would be the same.
0: Oh my god, what a good, uh, <laughs> what a good example, or what a good, uh, sure,
1: like a, a little analogy.
0: Yes, and what a good analogy. <laughs> like, you, <just> <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so true. I think Final Fantasy was my first RPG, and that's probably, and it was seven, so that is probably why I do feel so so much nostalgia for it, which as we're we're getting close to to the end of our podcast but don't worry you guys ryan will definitely be back um but i guess uh on the same note as the my hero academia movie dropping final fantasy 7 the remake demo just also dropped this week or well literally yesterday but whenever this podcast go up it'll be this week uh have you already played
1: I played through it twice.
0: Oh, I love it. I Here's the thing. I'm mad at myself because I actually still haven't played it yet. Oh, I no. know. I know. So we will we, we'll leave you guys on a cliffhanger on my thoughts. Um, I mean, I feel like I've already watched a bunch of people play it, yeah. though, just because I can't help myself. Uh, I just was trying to bribe myself with cleaning and being an adult, blah. Uh, <laughs> and then try to be responsible, and then say after I do this thing, this is my reward. Uh, but I mean, go ahead and give me your thoughts. Tell me, tell me the excitement. Tell me the tea. Give me Ooh, that tea. Tea
1: time. Um, I loved it. It yeah. is as beautiful as it looks in all the trailers. Uh, the the battle system. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. They they offer three different battle systems uh modes if you will sure um
0: <laughs> i will i will uh,
1: it's really intuitive yeah it's easy to learn um it's it's fast yeah. without seeming uh overwhelming mm-hmm uh, it's so cool how you can switch between uh, the characters. You can also stay your current character and issue commands.
0: Oh, so you can switch between the characters right off the bat. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, Dope. there are, are ranged enemies that you can only attack with a ranged character. Sure. And uh, you're like, oh, I need Barrett right now. Yeah. And you switch to him. Or if you're Rock and Cloud, you can tell Barrett what to do to cast a spell, to shoot it with his gun arm. Yeah. I mean, it was fast it was fun it i never felt like um like there was too much going on but it was also i mean i know it was so well executed uh if i sort of give an example of what it reminded me of sure it reminded me of all of the good parts of like devil may cry yeah mixed with the good parts of Final Fantasy 15s battle system. Okay. They definitely improved upon the the fifteen battle system. Okay. Um, but I like that in the seven remake. While you're choosing a command, you still have the option to. It sort of stops on that character while you make a choice. Oh, right? okay, with good. The so it's not
0: as so. Yeah, because I was gonna say I didn't love 15s attack system because I just felt like there was like a lot happening with mm-hmm. that. But I do like that. Okay, that's cool. I, this is getting me all hyped up to want to play.
1: No, it was great. And, <laughs> um, I mean, it was perfect in that respect. I love it. Um, Does, was then, it
0: giving you the the first time you played it vibes? Like, But better or just like, oh, this is just going to be a thing where you're like, oh, my God, yeah.
1: Um, I, I did definitely have that feeling of, Um, nostalgia the nostalgia the excitement of the first time I ever you know went over a friend's house and I played Final Fantasy 7 yeah and um you know it was such a different experience when I played Final Fantasy 7 compared to any other game I played things like um Lufia 2 and the uh the Final Fantasy Legends games Mm -hmm. on Game Boy and I played RPGs before yeah um but my my first experience with a uh, next gen console or like a a three D uh, RPG was the Final Fantasy Eight demo yeah. from PlayStation Magazine, uh-huh. and then uh, Final Fantasy Seven at a friend's house, and I just remember being blown away, and all like having the characters join your party as you progress. And yeah, the stories were amazing. Um, and like I said, I'm a, I'm a collector's collector. I love collecting things. So yeah. Collecting people to be like a part of my team. Yeah. yeah, had to have them all. Yeah. I got to catch them all. Um, no. So I definitely had that nostalgia while I was playing and I was just so happy to see these characters that I love yeah. and that I had grown up with. Uh, they just look so damn beautiful. Like Oof. the graphics are amazing. Yeah. And then also... Characters that I love getting more screen time. And like, uh, I mean, Avalanche, uh, Biggs, Wedge, Jesse.
0: I mean, they plan on ruining our lives with this. Oh, I'm going to... (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I'm calling out of
1: work for a week. (laughs) Not that this is even a spoiler anymore. But like, I'm going to have so many boxes of Kleenex. Because it was sad when they bit the dust in the original. Yeah, 100%. Um, But... Now I mean they are living, breathing people. They have so much personality. Yeah. Um Biggs is fucking hot. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, he Jesse is, hot. is She's so smoke show. Oh my god. And there's chemistry between the characters. There.
0: I can't wait. I'm getting uh, I'm literally getting goosebumps as you're talking about this right now.
1: It's really good. My one critique. Sure. And this might change from the demo because there's always that disclaimer, you know, Absolutely. actual gameplay may change in the final blah, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um during the boss sequences. Yeah. Um there is a lot of um like there are a lot of movies, like little FMV sequences that they put in between. So like you hit this certain point of the boss's health. Yeah. And now they need to show a movie that interrupts the gameplay to show you boss is doing this, and gotcha. you, you whittle its health down a little more. And then, movie boss is doing this. Uh, and you know, I feel like it sort of killed the immersion, yeah. Um, but that may just be me being picky, sure. Um, other than that, amazing. I mean, like I said, I played through it twice,
0: yeah. That's, I mean, that's back to back. I <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I finished it. I've gotta play it again. Yeah. I do love that. Okay, yeah. You're getting me all I'm getting all hyped. Um yeah, I was I can't even believe I sat on it sat on it this long. I literally downloaded it at 8 a.m. yesterday. Know.
1: I, I woke up, I'm like, hey, make sure you, you know, you start downloading it before you play it. I was it, like, done and done. done,
0: baby. I already did it. But then I can't believe I've had enough self control to not. But I've walked past my TV eighteen times and just been like <laughs> I was like but my kitchen's dirty I gotta time? clean it uh, so now at this point I think I'm I'm past it whatever apartment you're just gonna look the way you look <laughs> To play the Final Fantasy demo. Because, well, I mean, obviously, we'll have to talk about it again since it's dropping April 10th and this will be out before then. It's so close. So close. I mean, well, how about this, though, that it was supposed to come out today or yesterday, whatever the third was. Yeah. Whatever that was. I
1: think that's tomorrow. No, No, today. Today. Oh, my God. Think about it. We
0: would have had that game today. I mean, this podcast wouldn't have been happening. It would not exist. (laughs) It would would not even happen uh, because we, would be playing in our respective apartments. Um, You know what's even more wild, though? So they pushed
1: back the release date for the remake. Um, Another remake that's coming out in April is Resident Evil 3. Okay. And, uh, I mean, the Resident Evil 2 remake was so popular, and I feel like it was... I mean, the franchise is back on the board yeah. with being uh, an actual, true-to-roots uh, survival horror. Sure. Just because Resident Evil started to get a little uh, action, gamey. Yeah. In the past iterations, um, Resident Evil Seven sort of fixed that. Yeah. But um, I mean, Resident Evil Two is mind-blowing. Um,
0: I'll have to look at these again to be yeah. honest. Like I just, like I said, I get nervous. But I, I you know, how yeah. am I gonna not? How am I going to not know? To
1: conquer that fear. But yeah, the
0: the Resident (laughs) Evil
1: 3 remake is dropping like a week before. And so, and WonderCon is right after that. Yeah. We we have people dropping out of the convention because they are going to be playing these games. I
0: mean, that's wild. Here's the thing at the end of the day, games are not going anywhere. And unless you plan on streaming the games, I don't. Why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why? I get it. But like. I mean, I'm probably going to
1: have the flu around then, Mm -hmm. work wise. Yeah, me too. I'm still going to be at WonderCon.
0: Yeah, me too. I'll definitely be at WonderCon. So, guys, if you're at WonderCon, stay away.
1: (laughs) I have the flu. (laughs)
0: even though now people are gonna be like oh no No, she's
1: been drinking corona (laughs) oh
0: no exactly but she hasn't
1: been (laughs) oh gosh too soon i'm sorry
0: i know way too soon that's i mean i love it we literally could keep going but we're just we're drawing to an end We're at that point we are at that point and uh but we'll definitely be back so i guess with that oh actually what do you want to promote uh what do you want people to go to where can people find you
1: well, I pretty much only have my Instagram at this point. It's okay. pretty much just cosplay, some nerd stuff, yeah. Some little snippets of my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but my IG handle is that's Rye cosplay. That's R Y E underscore N underscore cosplay, C O S P L A Y, and is, yeah.
0: That's great. All right, and then. Uh, Also, you guys can find Adults Talking Anime on Discord if you want to go check out the Patreon. That'd be super dope. We got some fun stuff going on over there. And with that, you guys have been listening to Adults Talking Anime Plus, and we will see you, or actually we'll talk to you soon.
1: You'll hear us next time.
0: Exactly. Bye-bye.